0: come in on a Monday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Back at it, back in the chair, back home in Wisconsin. Good to be back. Had the long trip back uh, Saturday and Sunday, and uh, got back yesterday, I guess, uh, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Got everything unpacked out of the RV, at least for the time being, before everything goes back in it, and then the travels begin again tomorrow. But uh, nevertheless, got, uh, got everything unpacked, and uh, grilled out a little bit last night, which was fantastic, just to relax and uh, actually have cable. <laughs> I missed a lot of it, but uh still had some when we were on the road which was which was nice but uh you get the full the full beverage of uh channels and sports and such when you 're home, so I did that and then went down nice ash last night and relaxed, had a cigar, and took it easy and uh, began to go over my notes from the game this past Friday night, brewers over the weekend. Losing two out of three to the Cardinals. Now here come the LA Dodgers, arguably the hottest team in Major League Baseball, probably the best team short of the uh, them and the Yankees in Major League Baseball. And um, Taylor Rogers uh, in that whole Josh Hader deal that continues to be a uh, a negative enigma because I just I still can't figure that out. That deal was uh, is is crap for lack of a better term. And the Brewers, I, I posted today. Uh, In the, uh, I posted today in the uh, headlines, I said, um, are are the Brewers showing signs of, the Brewers showing signs of, and put a question mark, and are the Brewers showing signs of being this really good baseball team that all of a sudden they're going to go on a run and they're going to hands down win the National League Central, or are they showing signs of treading water and very slowly uh, descending down the mountain. That's that's kind of the reason I left the question mark there. What are they showing signs of? And we can get into that discussion. In the meantime, the uh, Green Bay Packers, I. Uh, what was encouraging out of that game on Friday night? Ben, I heard you say... Uh, and by the way, it did uh, did well on Thursday and Friday. I did get a chance to listen a little bit on Uh-oh. the motorcycle. It was a, it was 104 degrees on Thursday, and I got on the motorcycle. I went into town early. I had to get a couple things from the grocery store, so I, I threw the app on. And by the way, for those that are listening on the app, you already know what I'm talking about. For if you're if you're not and you want to find us, download the app. It's fantastic. Uh, I mean, it was really really good. But um, when you said there were things that were encouraging about the game on Friday night. Now, I'm not one to sit here and pick constantly negativity. I do like to point out the the, the positive. Uh, I think what we saw was there is a, a real depth on the uh, defensive line. I thought the offensive line did okay. Uh, but tell me what was encouraging about that game. Well, I mean, first and foremost, the fact that football is back.
1: Uh, It was encouraging. I could have multiple beers on a Friday and watch football. Yes. Uh, Number two, I mean, it starts and stops with me with Jordan Luff. I'm not going to say he was, you know, uh, amazing by any means. But when I talked about what I wanted to see, I wanted to see a flash of the improvement we've heard about. I wanted to see him push the ball down the field a little bit, connect with Romeo Dobbs just to show us. At least the improvement that we've heard about, and I yeah he threw three picks and you could talk about whether they're his fault. I uh, it wasn't flawless, but to me it was wildly encouraging after what we've seen in the past and after what we've heard. I was really one. I was excited
0: to watch him, and I came away. I really impressed with where he's at. Now, when you look at the stat line, the the, the just the the basic stat line of. Jordan Love, 13-24, to 24, 176 yards, couple of touchdowns, three picks, and a 66 quarterback rating. You go, wow, what a bad day at the office. Terrible. Uh, two of the three picks were really not his fault. He put the ball where it was supposed to be. It came off the hands of the receiver or was fought away from the receiver. The third one, that was his fault. It was a bad pass. It was a wobbly bad pass. And it just, it looked bad. He had a couple of wobblers. I watched his footwork because they kept talking about his base. Got to have his base. His base is back. He's, you know, his footwork for the most part was pretty good. It was different than what I had seen in the past. He had a, he had a better base. Um, as far as his readability, I thought there were a couple of times where he looked off coverage and looked pretty good. Um... But I also thought that again there was you had him open and you threw the ball after the the hole after the, the the window had closed, and whether that's going to come with time, I will have to wait and see. And I think the only way you're really going to find out is if he's actually a starter. Is, I, otherwise, I don't think you're ever going to know. But I'll say this: Jordan Love has gotten better. For everybody that has said, wow, Jordan Love, he's come out and performed extremely well and he's looked good in this game." he has gotten better. He is still a far way away from being a starting quarterback in the National Football League. He just is. And I know people say, well, that's the negative. It it just is. I'm sorry, that's more of a fact than it is just being negative. There's nothing dynamic there. You Again, when you see glimpses and potential and the potential is never realized, You are nothing more than potential that never was realized which in other words as a first-round draft choice you're kind of a bust so in his now third year where he's supposed to take this magnanimous jump he looked better I I 100 percent agree but did he look poised and dominant and no no he didn't he threw some good outs he threw better outs uh, off to his left and off to his right than I'd seen in a while because he usually threw high and he actually hit guys in the numbers and hit them in stride so that was better. Can he be serviceable? Sure, but as far as being this this uh, this next coming after Favre and after Rogers, I, I I don't I don't see that consistency. I don't see that consistency. So we'll 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 see. And hopefully you don't have to find out anytime soon. Just let him continually progress through the uh, preseason. And he's going to get a lot of reps with Aaron Rodgers in this uh, scrimmage, if you will, back and forth this week with the New Orleans Saints before the game coming up this weekend. But we'll, we'll wait and see. Now there were some other areas that I thought were, were pretty good. As I had mentioned, the depth on the defensive front to the offensive front, they played pretty well. I will say this, that uh, Levitt, the guy that was brought in, now he was brought in more for special teams, but, uh, at the safety position, you don't have a ton back there. And Levitt got burned. He got toasted. Uh, and he, he got either just got caught looking in the backfield or just did not have the ability, uh, to get downfield with Danny Gray. But, uh, nevertheless, he got toasted big time. So there were some good plays, some bad plays, some things to take away. I want to get your opinion if you want to call us. Eight seven. I, I want to get everybody's opinion. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. Hit us up over on Twitter. At Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. If you want to look for uh, Ben Z Kenny, you can. At Ben Z Kenny. At Benzie Kenny over on Twitter as well. Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash The Michaels Show. You can watch us and subscribe for free on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Same thing over on Twitch TV. Email the program TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. That's TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. What else did you take away from the game uh, on uh, on Friday night, Ben? Number I,
1: this was a guy we had talked about a lot, but number one, I was impressed with Tyler Goodson, the, uh, the potential, maybe running back three, and it's not going to matter much because you have two great running backs at the top, but uh, Mm -hmm. the undrafted rookie, I believe from Iowa, uh, he's very used to running behind offensive lines that can't block for him. And that kind of happened a bit on Friday, but I, he looks explosive. He looks like an NFL player. So maybe he's a guy that can make the roster. Love what I saw from him. Uh, Dobbs, obviously, flashed with the touchdown. Had a right. drop or two, but you saw at least the glimpse. And then Amari Rodgers. I mean, we've kind of slept on him all off season. He had a good uh, kick return on special teams that got everybody right. hyped up. And then he also scored the touchdown. So uh, he looks better, definitely, I'd say, as well. Yeah. So I look at those yeah, three guys.
0: It, correct me if I'm wrong. It was like I think 22 yards or something like that. I think was his touchdown catch because he was only targeted a couple of times. Yeah, I thought he'd get a few more targets, but only tar- targeted a couple of times. But no, I agree with you uh, in that realm. Um, Etling, and, and this was stated uh, David over on the uh, the Bud Light live stream says Etling looked far more the part than Jordan Love did. In his brief stint, he looked good. Uh, I think he's more so of an afterthought. He's going to be a guy that's going to be inactive most of the season if they hang on to him. Uh, six of eight, one hundred and twenty-three yards. Had the one touchdown, sacked one time. Um, the good news was Jordan Love had scramble ability. The offensive line looked pretty good, and Jordan Love avoided the pressure. He felt it coming and was able to avoid the pressure and look pretty good in doing so, and being able to get out of the way. Uh, but that being said, it wasn't a great performance. It was decent to build on. Um, Jordan Love on third and fourth down was five of eight, 105 yards, a couple of touchdowns. All five completions were conversions for first down, which is solid. Uh, Dubs had the drop slash, if you want to call it the interception, also one of those non-completions, as was the Amari two guys ran the wrong route interceptions. Uh, That's not uh, fantastic, but... Uh, I understand they ran the wrong route. Um, I get it. Uh, it's almost like everybody is setting up to make excuses as to why Jordan Love is going to be really good. And that's fine. Uh, we, we can continue to get into that discussion. I, I just, I, I get what people are trying to say. But the, 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 this is a guy that's in the system for three years now. Three years. He's been in the system three years, and you, you've got to show me more consistency and more flashes than three years' worth of, well, here's a flash, well, here's my potential. You've you got to start realizing the potential, just an FYI. You know? Uh, Pete says the, the fact that a journeyman like Etling can come in and look better than Jordan Love after three years in the system and being a first-round draft choice doesn't say too much uh, for him, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I love that Jordan uh, loved, loved pick uh, originally, but uh, it is what he is. And I've said that. I, I the, the pick was wrong. Today we were hearing it all over. I was watching uh, Good Morning NFL, and I was watching the Four Letter Network this morning. Had them both going, by the way, on TVs all throughout the house as I was sitting in the you know, studio back up and all of them saying the same thing. Finally everybody's just admitting. They said, "Well, Jordan Love was a good pick. Jordan Love the timing of it. Aaron Rodgers was showing flashes of of starting to age. It was the now everybody's saying it was a bad pick. It was a bad time. It was a bad move. It it, it just wasn't it's not going to work out. And I think we all know that. And the Packers have a decision to make. I can't imagine them saying, "Oh, yeah, this is definitely the future." You know. So I I don't I don't go in that direction. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away and take a quick break. We got a lot to get to today, but uh, I want to get your thoughts. Go ahead and light up the phone lines. I want to open them wide open. 877 867 Your thoughts on the game on Friday night, the good, the bad, uh, the good being, you know, obviously the lines we talked about playing the trenches, maybe somebody that flashed in your eyes. Uh, the bad, what was it? And it really, it, it doesn't matter wins or losses. I know there were a few people that say what, ultimately the Packers lost the game. Uh, I get it, but it really, who cares? That that doesn't matter to me. Uh, only for the fact that the you know the score is irrelevant and the record is irrelevant. And to me, it was all about showing me something in a lot of different areas. And I saw some. Uh, I saw others that weren't that good. And uh, we'll kind of get into this. A lot of comments coming in over in the Bud Light live stream as well as the Packers ended up getting beat 28-21 at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers. Meanwhile, the Brewers lose two out of three to the Cardinals over the weekend. And are they showing signs at all? We'll talk about that coming up here in a little bit as well. Are they showing any signs at all of fill in the blank? And you tell me. eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. this portion of the program. Brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light. What a run they had at the uh, the Bud Pavilion. No Wednesday Night Live this week. Next couple of weeks, it's going to be back uh, to end the season with a toys revisited, so to speak, uh, on the stage coming up here uh, a couple of weeks from this Wednesday. But uh, it's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, and then the huddles will be back, and we got a lot of good stuff coming up. But i uh, got to say thanks to Bud Light for being a part of the program and being a part of the motorcycle ride now for 15 years. 15 years we've been together on the motorcycle ride and we can't do it without them Well, we can't do it without you the push is on the push is on i'll tell you a weather update as to what they're looking for on our motorcycle ride as well as we start to look two weeks down the road stay tuned a lot more of the bill michael show it's all coming up right after this this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network T-Rock, fourth down and three for the Packers, here they go, empty again, two right and three left, 49ers bring pressure, two inside Packers come down the sideline, Romeo Dobbs, a touchdown! This one's caught, and it'll be a green bay converting on third down and a touchdown, Davis takes it right down to the goal line. That is Danny Davis, the rookie free agent wide receiver from Wisconsin. Played really well, and they're, they're giving him more snaps at safety. Quick throw out left to Amari Rogers down the sideline. off trying to save the touchdown. He'll dive for the pylon there, and Green Bay has tied the game at 20.
2: I think the game actually means a lot. You know, just being able to get those reps, seeing different looks on the defense, um, and just going against different guys. You know, it's, it's, the intensity is a little bit higher, um, and uh, I think the game action is a lot better than practice.
0: Welcome back to the program. Some of the highlights from the game on uh, Friday night. This portion of the program brought to you by our buddy Dwayne. Dwayne's cover it all. They are up uh, up in Wausau, Wisconsin's best. Canvas upholstery and boat cover provider. If you got office furniture, you're good to go there as well. He can help you out. Follow him on Facebook and get a good look at what he does. But go to Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's CoverItAll.com. That is Dwayne's CoverItAll.com. Call him, 715-870-2119. 715-870-2119. Again, 715-870-2119. Nineteen. Welcome back to the program. I'm Bill Michaels. Ben Kenny producing the program as well. 877-867-1670. Uh, what did the Green Bay Packers show you on Friday night? Uh, when you walked away from that game, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Um. First of all, this is from uh, Mark. Mark says, uh, Jordan Love showed progress. I'm proud of him. I still don't think he's a big-time quarterback but I think he's better than what we witnessed last year. This is over on Twitter. Nathan says, Jordan Love looked more comfortable. Nice to see him progressing. Brandon says, no one got injured. That's always huge. Uh, Chad says, love what I saw from 87 and the free agent running backs. Starting D is going to be monstrous, but loved, loved, loved to love the backup D line fighting for spots. Coco at long snapper looks solid. 16 great at punter. So there you have it. Good stuff. Um, Pat O'Donnell, obviously, when you're talking about the punter, not a bad way to go. Uh, uh, Ahmad, or Ahmed, I should say, Ramiz Ahmed, is the new kicker right now behind Mason Crosby. Uh, And you're right, Coco did not look bad. Uh, The best part is you're not talking about a blocked punt. Remember the last time we saw these two teams on the same field together, special teams was an absolute positive disaster. So that wasn't uh, a horrific situation.
1: Oh, the Packers writers, Bill, they had
0: jokes yes. saved from last January. They could not wait to
1: tell during the game. They all, as soon as the Packers completed a punt or a field goal, they all tweeted
0: the same joke about how they couldn't do it last time. Oh, really? Okay. Proud I, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of I watched, uh, I did watch some of Twitter. I, this is the first time in 23 years that I did not sit down as a working a game. I did it only, you know, I mean, obviously I'm paying attention to it, and I was making a few notes to myself, but I didn't tweet. I didn't do anything. I just, first time in 23 years. Now, obviously, we're back at it full bore, but uh, the first time in 23 years I didn't do anything. So I didn't even really look at Twitter. Uh, I was just kind of listening to comments and such in in the bar because I did watch it at a sports bar, and then I, I DVR'd it, and I watched a little bit of it last night, and I watched the second half this morning. Um. It was the first time in 23 years I didn't really pay too much attention, so I didn't really catch a lot of the commentary, if you will. I watched Mike, Mike Clements stuff pops. His stuff pops up uh, all the time, but beyond that, I didn't really pay too much attention. Uh, Romeo, excuse, excuse me. Thomas says, Romeo dubs the real deal, and Rodgers showed uh, – oh, Amari Rodgers, meaning, showed improvement. Uh, our buddy Chris says, uh, no Devontae to throw to could mean trouble for Rodgers, perhaps also. Um, well, without Devontae, I don't know um, – how, how do I put this? I don't, I don't have as much concern, and I've said this time and again. I don't have this, as much concern as a lot of people do. Because Devontae's not there. I it's not that I think Aaron Rodgers, he's gonna be great and they're gonna be look at the record without Devontae. They were undefeated. They were six or seven and oh without Devontae. I don't think it's gonna go that way. But I think where you're going to see the lapse is late in a ball game when you have the two minute drill and you need dependability, or at least somebody that's good enough to suck the double team to one side of the field to open up the other side of the field, you're not going to consistently have that. Now Romeo Dubs has proven to be all of what we've seen in the preseason and in camp so far. I I hope hopefully that doesn't fall off, but you know, you hope that he continues uh in 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 the ascent if you will. Uh but I uh I don't think it's going to be as detrimental as a lot of people seem to think. I think Rodgers will figure it out. Pretty smart guy, he knows he can dep- who he can depend on already. He's building certain guys up. I think they're going to be okay. I think there's enough. It was good to see Robert Tanyan back, Elton Jenkins back. Uh, Obviously, Christian Watson is now back on the practice field. It's good to see those guys coming back. And with a couple of uh, preseason games yet to go, uh, I don't know. I don't think you're necessarily going to see Christian Watson out there right away. But nevertheless, the fact that he's getting back out on the field and start to get familiarity with Aaron Rodgers as well, I think that's a good thing. I think the more weapons he has to throw to, that's a good thing. Um, but I don't think they're going to miss Devontae as much as everybody thinks. I think Rodgers will to a certain extent because that was his, quote, go-to guy. But I still don't think it's going to be this major detriment and uh, cause the offense the inability to move the football. And here's the other reason why, uh, to be honest with you. If it is all Devontae and this offense fails miserably, then why was Aaron Rodgers receiving all the votes for MVP. If it was all on Devontae Adams, why would we care then what the quarterback does? You know, if it was all Devontae. I believe Rodgers is the kind of quarterback that can start to figure things out. And, you know, like we did see a couple of guys run some wrong routes uh, with Jordan Love under center. That crap's not going to happen consistently with Aaron Rodgers under center. Now, the one thing Rodgers is going to need to do, and I think this is going to – we'll watch this, okay – But one of the things Rodgers is going to need to do is he's going to have to have stoic patience. And by that I mean you can get into guys, but don't get into guys the way we've seen him get into guys where he just doesn't throw them the ball anymore. Because if you start eliminating guys who aren't going to be productive for you or run wrong routes because they have not had the consistency, if you will, of balls being thrown to them by you and work with you, then you're going to alienate guys and you're going to lock them up. You know, as we've heard Aaron Rodgers talk about talking guys up, talking through mistakes, working with, with certain receivers over certain things that they need to do better. If he becomes more the mentor and a guy that brings them up to his level rather than just belittling them, as we've seen at times on the field, in the you know, in the heat of the game, then uh, I I think he's um, he's much better off. But if we go into the you know the smarmy faces and throwing the little temper tantrums and off to the side and really not working with guys and talking with guys, then I, I think it's going to be detrimental. So I, I maybe Aaron Rodgers too as he gets aged will look at a different receiving core rather than just having this massive level of talent around him and say, look, I need not only be the quarterback, but I need to be this this elevator of talent, this leveling of coach on the field as well. So hopefully that happens. Uh, Vegas fan says, Dubs gets the ball taken away from him uh, for an interception. That's high school. Uh, I agree. And, you know, here's the thing, and you bring up a good point. The mistakes that are made in Game 1, see if they repeat themselves in Game 2 and Game 3 and then into the regular season in 3 and 5 and 9. If they're consistently happening, then, yeah, you can say, okay, there's a real issue here. But if since he was a highlight reel for an interception for Jordan Love, uh, my assumption is that doesn't happen. And you're also going to see this off season from – from your rookie season into your second season, I guarantee you, you are going to see him come back next year bigger and ripped because of what happened. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. 877-867-1670. This is from Taylor. Taylor says, uh, hey, Unit, uh, I did appreciate Jordan Love getting a little bit better. He doesn't look like a Class A quarterback in the National Football League yet. Why don't we wait and see what he looks like under game of pressure consistently if Aaron Rodgers goes down? Here's the thing, Taylor. At the end of the season, let's say Rodgers plays an an entire season, does not really take any snaps off other than games in which they need him to take some time off because of, say, injury or, you know, they're so far ahead or so far behind, okay? Um, Or a game at the end of the season in which he doesn't really need to play if they're in that situation. If they don't see Jordan Love in real live snaps, you've got two more preseason games and behind closed doors of practice to make your decision. And at this point in time, this is and I'm you're, you're two and a half years into this. This is season three for him. Two and a half years into this, so my question would be: Do you think at this point, Jordan Love is worthy of that second contract? Because that's what you have to determine at the end of this season. Is he the guy? Are you going to say, let's go ahead and pick up that next year? Let's go ahead and extend him. Because Jordan Love, his people are going to say, we want to play. We're not going to play if Aaron Rodgers sticks around for the full three years. And we're not going to make the kind of money we want or feel that he deserves. Then again, I think it's pretty telling that you don't have a bunch of clubs beating down the door in a quarterback uh, you know, uh, drought this offseason saying, you know, well, <laughs> we'd like to do anything and everything we can to get the first-round draft choice into our stable. I think that's pretty telling as well. Um, 877-867-1670, uh, Corey says, uh, I want to get your thoughts on uh, the coach not dressing 30 players I'll get into that when we come back. Let's do this. Let's step away. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Phone line's wide open. If you want to chime in, do it. Do it. We, we, we got all kinds of different stuff to chat about. So I want to get into that. We got some gambling coming up as well as we're sitting in the preseason games. We're also going to be checking in with our buddy Paul Chargian real soon regarding fantasy football. Uh, not today, but we're going to be doing that relatively soon as well. So there's a lot of stuff that's uh, on the horizon, obviously. Stay tuned we got a lot more to get through this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And right now at Pella, PellaWI.com. Again, go to PellaWI.com. They have great deals, great. And we know that, uh, God, I hate to say this, but it's going to get cool eventually. But uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, uh, in today's economy, you're not going to find great deals but on great brands. But th- they have one right now, 2.99% financing that's locked in for 10 years, locked in. 10 years, Uh, they've got premium wood patio doors, impervia fiberglass patio doors. You've got the great windows with everything from slider windows to screens between the glass windows. I mean, shades between the glass windows, all kinds of stuff, innovative stuff that they have. And here's the best part is it adds real value to your home. Not only are, are the different offers out there getting harder to come by with such a, Uh, a crazy economy right now but this one's good and it's good for 10 years so don't miss this opportunity right now to have beautiful Pella windows and doors installed while paying only 2.99 percent interest across 10 years go to PellaWI.com that is PellaWI.com or just call them direct call them 855 PellaWI that's 855 P-E-L-L-A 855 PellaWI more of the Bill Michael show next Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Need your help. Need your help big time. If you're a motorcycle rider and you have not gotten signed up yet, please do. We had a great, great, great night last Thursday night on stage out at uh, the Pappy Hoyle Campground in the Full Throttle Saloon in front of, I don't know, uh, how many thousands of people it was. I posted the pictures uh, on uh, the Facebook fan page and on Instagram. Uh, but man, what a what a night that was! It was so cool to be able to get out there for that 30th anniversary show at Jacko, and then speak to the crowd, and uh, and for those that are coming to Rolling Milwaukee and the uh, Milwaukee hometown rally, uh, to the for those to sign up. And we had a good group of people sign up for the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 4th. It begins at Milwaukee uh, Brewing, MKE Brewing, downtown Milwaukee. It ends at Wisconsin Harley Davidson who uh, we're going to have a hell of a party there. Rebel Grace on one stage, Hairball on the other. Uh, and we need you to come out and help us out if you could. So if you ride a motorcycle, please go to uh, FisherHouseWI.org and go to the events page. FisherHouseWI.org, go to the events page, get signed up. If you know somebody who does, bring friends. If you want to ride as a group, let us know. We'll try to put you all together. Uh, riders' groups, uh, and if you know somebody that has a riders' group and you want to pass it along to me, I'm happy to do it. But the party ends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Huge supporters of the Motorcycle Ride and Fisher House, Wisconsin. For all the information regarding Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, for the new bikes, the new apparel, service, and such, and the big weekend coming up for the Hometown Rally, go to WISHD.com. That is WISHD.com. Again, WISHD.com. So, Matt LaFleur. Uh, after the ball game the other night says uh, talking about Jordan Love said look you know because if you read that stat line you you know it, as many did went boy Jordan Love look at that three three picks oh yeah he's really gotten a lot better ah what you know it wasn't all on him take a listen to what Matt uh, Matt LaFleur had to say
2: two of those you can Totally take off him. The the third one, again, we had two busted crowds because the ball really shouldn't have gone there on that play. But he had nowhere else to go to the football, and he forced it in there. And, you know, the defender made a good play. But, you know, we we just got to clean up everything
0: around him. Got to clean up everything around him. He's right. Uh, And, again, I have been what I consider to be, if you want to say hard, I mean, people all the time say, man, you're so hard on Jordan Love. It's not hard. I look at it reality-wise. Okay? He doesn't show me a lot of flashes. But the picks that were on him that, that go in his stat line, the, two of those three weren't really on him. Now, that last one, you, he, Matt LaForce kind of making excuses for him. Look, he threw, a, he threw a wobbly ball. You can say what you want about not, about having the busted routes and forcing the ball. Okay, that's fine. But the ball looked like a lame duck. It was, it was wobbling through the air. It was a bad pass, period. Uh, he also says that the rookies, uh, the 49ers rookie uh, Samuel Womack, good play on the first couple of ints against Jordan Love. You know
2: the defender made a good play, but you know we, we just got to clean up everything around him. A lot of times we say it all the time about quarterbacks; they're going to get too much credit when we do well, and they're going to get a lot of the blame when we don't. And that's just the reality of playing that position in this league. And but I, I was pleased with Jordan's performance.
0: So going back to and Corey asks a good question. He said, "Give me your view on the coach not even dressing thirty players in the first game." Rogers and company needs to be ready, uh, uh, you know, on the first game, uh, not like last year. I it, it's it's a quandary, Corey, and here's the reason why: because Rogers had a really good point. He said, "Look, if we're not going to play to play, and by that he means at least." Say a half. If they're not going to play to play, then don't. Then, then why dress them? Why put them out there just for a series? It it that doesn't make sense. And I agree with that. One hundred percent agree with that. Aaron Rodgers said that he made his view known to a floor. Matt Lafleur last year, going into that game against the Saints, taking that ass whooping that they did, that was the wake up call. My assumption is again, going back from learning from your mistakes, whether they dress a bunch of starters or not, that week leading up to that first game of the season is going to be a drastically different week. Last year was a really weird year because it was the welcoming back and airing of grievances for Aaron Rodgers. And that, to me, took away from a lot of the focus that was getting ready for the regular season until you took a humiliating beatdown for the first game of the year, remember, New Orleans, they were displaced. They had weather. They had a hurricane rolling in. That game was moved. And everybody just thought, oh, the Packers are going to go in and just roll. They're going to win this game because New Orleans has been They're practicing all over. And, and instead, they focused, man. They focused. And they came out and beat the Packers because the Packers were doing the great big welcome back to Aaron Rodgers. And, oh, my God, it was the Aaron Rodgers love fest. This year, not so. This year is get ready for the regular season. So to me, there's a difference this year. Now whether they dress everybody or they don't, I don't care. And I've said it all along: I don't care about the regular season, but I want to see them learn from mistakes of the past. Jordan Love talks of, speaking of mistakes. Talks about how he feels about that uh, that uh, that two TD performance, despite throwing three interceptions.
2: Um, I felt it was good. You know, we were moving the ball well. First drive, uh, the three and out, and then, you know, to bounce back and be able to have that touchdown to uh, Romeo, you know. That was huge. And then, obviously, just the the turnovers, you know, the ball wasn't bouncing our way tonight. A couple of just misfortune plays. And then, uh, you know, the last one to Omari, just missed it inside on a ball. But uh, other than that, I think we were moving
0: the ball great. They did move the ball. His conversion, solid. He again give him his props. Completely agree, and he he here's his reaction when he heard that Matt Lafleur says, "Look, the interceptions stat line really not Jordan Love's fault."
2: Yeah, I mean, I think for everybody, it could have been a, a better night. You know, the ball just you know happens, it bounces you know a weird way. You know, they capitalize on those. Obviously, no one wants that to happen, and uh, it sucks when it does.
0: Which okay. Sucks when it does. I understand it. It's a turnover, regardless. Regardless whose fault it was, it's still a turnover. Uh, And one more, he says, despite the loss and not not getting the win that they wanted, uh, playing the 49ers, that was an important game for Jordan Love's career.
2: I think the game action means a lot, you know, just being able to get those reps, seeing different looks in the defense um, and just going against different guys. You know, it's it's, the intensity is a little bit higher Um, and uh, I think the game action is a lot better than practice.
0: So there you go, Jordan Love talking about uh, the contest against the San Francisco 49ers on Friday night. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Pindell. Go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L, a quality machining and manufacturing company right here in the state of Wisconsin looking for really good people and looking for companies to work with. If you're within the sound of my voice and you could use their services, really good people. Go to Pindell, dot com. Get a hold of Bill and the gang over there good people. However, if you're looking for a career, not just a job, but a career and a company that's going to treat you right, again, Pindel, dot com. Speaking of jobs, a really, really, really cool scenario played out. I, and I got a picture of it, But it, and I'll tell you what I'm talking about when I come back, but I didn't feel proper in posting it. And I'll tell you why coming up here in the next hour of the program. I'm also going to talk a little betting coming up as well. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show next. Glad to have you back. Hey, there's a great company we work with called Wabam. W A B A M. Go to Wabam. uh, Go to getwabam.com. That's getwabam.com. Whether it's cleaning supplies, ceramics uh, to shine up your car, your boat, your motorcycle, uh, industrial, janitorial. They, they carry it all, and they're all over the place now. There's different kiosks in Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. There's different kiosks in different power sports industries. Plus, look for the Wabam race team all throughout the great state of Wisconsin. Go to get, G-E-T, getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. Dot com. Joining us now on the hotline, our buddy Matt Mitchell. He's from the Action Network uh, to talk a little bit about the sports betting aspect of things. Matt, how are you doing?
3: Doing great, Bill. Thanks for having me.
0: Glad to have you again. Uh, so some of the NFL preseason bets, there's a lot of things to get into, a lot of things to talk about. Obviously, um, you know, over the weekend, didn't get a look at a lot of starters in uh, such so there's a lot of things that uh, prop bets that we can look at most yardage most catches quarterbacks mvps all that kind of stuff what what really kind of draws betting interest this early in the season as we start to look because you know as far as aaron Rodgers winning another mvp i think most people while he is a good quarterback without Devonte adams and doing it back to back to back years he, I'm, my assumption is he's way down on the betting list right
3: he is, and one prop that has caught my attention and a lot of gamblers' attention is his season total passing yards, so how many passing yards he'll have for the entire regular season. That number right now is 3,950, so almost 4,000 total yards. That's a, that's a healthy number, and I know with mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, but a lot of times people are hammering those unders because you have so many different ways to win. He could get hurt. He could struggle early weather could play a factor later. And seeing these guys he's throwing to, I love under that number.
0: The uh, the other bets that I know are coming in, are are the Rams going to be able to repeat? Are they going to be better this season than what they were last year? Obviously, they made some additions midseason that helped them get over the hump. Will Matthew Stafford's numbers be better? Big numbers coming in right now on the Rams as well, right?
3: That's right. Rams right now are 11-1 to 1 to repeat as champions. I think that's probably a fair price, though so I wouldn't take it. Leaders right now: Buffalo Bills six and a half to one, Tampa seven and a half to one, Kansas City ten to one. But I think there's a lot more value further down the board with teams like Denver and Russell. Uh, Russell Wilson taking over seventeen to one, even San Francisco sixteen to one. You, you know, if you're going to tie up your money for that long, you're definitely going to want a bigger number and a bigger payout down the line.
0: Talking with Matt, Matt Mitchell of the Action Network. Go to Action Network HQ at Action Network HQ over on Twitter. Uh, also, I know this, the rumor mill is still really hot with whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo does or does not stay with San Francisco when he gets shopped around. Uh, from what I understand, many people thinking, is it going to be the Raiders? Did, why would he end up with the Raiders? Yeah,
3: the Raiders is an interesting rumor to me based on their current satisfaction level with with Carr. I do know I am I would be su- extremely surprised if he's still wearing a 49ers number uh, on week one. Trey Lance is looking more and more ready, and I don't think they want to pay him. So uh, my guess is he will be dealt somewhere t- across the bay or not across the bay anymore. Out to the desert in Las Vegas seems like a, uh, an unusual destination as far as I'm concerned. With so, with so many teams in need of a big arm, the Raiders just aren't one of them.
0: Yep, no doubt. I, I don't think they – I think – by the way, let me ask you this. Does Trey Lance end up – if he does get the starting knot, I know there's some bets as to where he ends up as far as rankings and all that kind of stuff. What what prop bets are there on Trey Lance right now?
3: Let's see. You could bet Trey Lance to lead the, uh, lead the league in passing yards. Uh, actually, his season total is 3,300 his passing total for the season is thirty three hundred. That definitely tells you that the expectation is he's going to be starting uh, most, if not every game. That's a that's a great way people can use um, the betting market to see you know what the sharpest people in in sports are thinking. Seeing a, a number like that, if you don't think he's going to start, then you can bet under. He might have zero, but having a number that large tells you that one way or the other, he'll be starting a lot of games. That's you know, that's, uh, that's incredibly informative, and you can bet him to, to lead the, the league in passing yards at 40 to 1. That's higher than Jalen Hurts. That's higher than Trevor Lawrence. That's that's definitely telling me that the belief is he'll be starting with
0: one. Uh, two questions for you before I let you go. One being Cincinnati, they get to a Super Bowl and then they lose. It's usually the team that loses the Super Bowl does not find its way back into the postseason the next year. So, what are the odds that Cincinnati does not find its way into the postseason?
3: They are 22 to 1 to win the Super Bowl right now there. Their make the playoff odds are Cincinnati is minus 144 to make the playoffs. So they are favored to make the playoffs. You can get plus money on them to miss. I don't think they'll miss. I think their division's too weak. The Pittsburgh Steelers look dreadful. So I'm, I would guess they'll sneak in, especially with a quarterback as good as Joe Burrow, if he doesn't get hurt. But, yeah, it, uh, it'll be a very, very steep climb for them to return all the way to the Super Bowl.
0: And then the Green Bay Packers, their win total has uh, adjusted a little bit. They bounced around. I know some different money has come in. Are they a 13-win team again this season?
3: No, I, I think that's wild. They were they performed so much better than expectations, both from a, a fan perspective and from a metrics perspective. They were really punching above their weight class. They covered at an incredible rate. I don't think that's sustainable. I don't think they get to the 13. I don't think it's particularly close.
0: Matt, it's always good to talk to you. We'll talk more football and games and such on Friday. Great to get you on, and we'll uh, we'll get back at you at the end of the week, okay? Thanks, Bill. All right, buddy, there you go. Matt Mitchell, read his stuff over there on the Action Network, Action Network HQ, at Action Network HQ. Good for him to uh, join us and talk a little bit about the, the betting side of things in regards to what's going on in the NFL, and it's all brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. You've got big plays coming up if you're a Firekeepers Club member. I uh, encourage you to go in there on Tuesdays and get yourself uh, some double points. Always good from our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. A lot more, including Matt LaFleur, coming up next. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.